This episode highlights the life and ongoing career of Oh Ju-won, a police officer working in the Foreign Affairs Department in Ulsan. In his early life, he had aspirations to become an international businessman, but has found solace in serving the foreign community of Ulsan. Regardless of the circumstances, he has done his best to help the individuals in the community over the last 20 years and was even awarded Officer of the Year in 2014. One of his biggest undertakings and most notable accomplishments is his service to the multicultural youth of Ulsan by creating, coaching, and mentoring the Ulsan Swings baseball team for the last seven years. Just to clarify, for the last seven years, he's been waking up almost every Sunday morning to work with kids who, and I quote, for years, just threw the ball at the ground. It is this community-oriented mindset, patience, and perseverance that makes him the extraordinary individual he has blossomed into. This is another example that goes to show you may not always end up where you thought you were going, but you'll always end up where you were meant to be. And Mr. O has found his home here in Ulsan. You are now tuned into This Korean Life with your hosts, Brian and Nate. And welcome back to another episode of This Korean Life, episode 36 with the one and only Oju Won, baseball superstar, right? <laughs> police extraordinaire. Welcome, sir. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, we've uh, we've been sidelined a couple times. We tried to have you in here months ago. I'm looking at the at the question list, and a couple of the questions are are outdated. But anyways, we're very glad to have you in here. A big part of the foreign community. Let's start with some light question. 2020. This is the last day. Yes. Of the year. Uh, reflecting back on 2020. The highlights of your year, the the best things about twenty twenty. Did uh, you have any? Did you have any good experiences that you want to report? It's with? not all Corona. There's got to be a few good spots. Yeah, give us some. In twenty twenty. Yeah. Um. So I just, uh, uh, I did, you know, you know, a lot of things. Mm. Uh, for prevention, the crime, you know, uh, cases, mm. uh, for the, you know, foreign community in Ulsan. As a as a, I'm um, a police officer mm. who work for the foreign affairs section, the best thing that I did for 2020 mm. is uh, creating the protected haven web mm. app. Um, I teach swings, mm. multicultural family, um, you know, baseball team, team. Mm. Awesome. and uh, you know several you know crime prevention activities yeah. with the foreign community here. Mm. And uh, what about on a personal level outside of the police yeah. stuff? Um, I know you're you're an avid gym goer. I always see your selfies at the gym. Gym? Did you get your bench press up or yes, yes, any I records go, at the gym? Yeah, I just uh, built up my muscle, you know, uh, to keep my health. And, um, you know, I just uh, started, you know, running, you know, table tennis. Yes, I just... Uh, you started I, running what, sorry? The table tennis, ping pong. Ah, table tennis. Yeah, table uh, tennis, yes. Because uh-huh. I just uh, wanted to learn, you know, many kinds of sports. Mm. With the boards, with I ball. like you know all kind of sports with boards. Very nice. Yes, cool man. Badminton out. Yeah, badminton. Yes, I play <laughs> badminton <badminton-out>, out. Table tennis. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yes, well, that's awesome. And what about in uh, in 2021? Do you have any big projects coming up? Anything to look forward to? Um, private or oh, yeah, oh any, anything, anything you want to for the next year? Mm. I plan to have a. Many you no know, sports event with the foreigners. Cool. There is one reason 
uh, that I learn you know, table tennis. I want to hold a tennis, table tennis the tournament yeah. with the foreign communities here. We call it I, already, I already invited you know, um, several communities, table tennis players in my station. Nice. Did, did, I was going to say, didn't you have a tournament recently with the Vietnamese and Indonesians or somebody? Yeah, it's just a uh, you know, friendly game. Uh, okay. Yes, for the, for the event, mm -hmm. for the next years, you know, table tennis event. There's no know. Proto or Toto on those games? Ah uh, no no no, no. <laughs> it's a friendly games. It's a big chance to know the you know community members mm. from other countries. So yeah. whenever I have uh, you know sports games mm. and then um, uh, lunch and meeting, I just want to have uh, more opportunities mm. to meet foreigners yeah. uh, doing some sports event. Mm. And why then, uh, why do you like to? choose sports as the means for meeting um, the people. It's a really easy way to understand each other. I think, yeah, sports yes. and eating are, yes, are two ways yes, to really yes. connect people. When uh, we have a sp uh, sports, we do a sports together, we have uh, many times together, yeah. and uh, usually we have a lunch and sports, and then after lunch, we become very relaxed Absolutely. to yeah. each other. Yeah. Do, so, you find, do you find that you can really get to know people even without lots of communication through sport. Yes. I think of my ice hockey, for example. And yes. at times we had people from five or six countries. Yeah. And many of the Korean guys don't really speak English. Yes. Some of the new foreigners don't speak Korean. Mm -hmm. But when we're on the ice, we're all speaking the same language and it's hockey. Yeah. And and everybody knows kind of, you know, where you're supposed to be, what you're supposed to. So we, it's very easy for me, I think, to come together through sports uh, with the kids at the college and mm -hmm. the university. It's so easy to make that team atmosphere and and friendships and relationships yes. through through sports and activities but, but, yes. as opposed to just one-on-one -on -one conversation yes there yes. seems to be stress and anxiety involved yeah in sports it's just have fun and yes people right. will connect and you can see uivc runs great sports days too right that brings, oh, right, that right. brings the whole community yes. together that's awesome and, and I, I mean yeah you think of the world cup and the olympics and they're they're the biggest global events Mm -hmm. in the world are, are based around sports. I think it's a great tool to use to bring people together. Um, <clears throat> last year, right before Corona hit, yes. uh, the We Hope Youth Team, we interviewed a police officer who moved uh, to Vietnam because he saw it as an opportunity uh -huh. Uh -huh. to help foreigners in South Korea and fast-track his career. Now, I know you're fluent in Korean, obviously. Arabic and English. How long, or what made you choose Arabic as uh, as a language? Was it a, a strategy for career? Was it a, a personal interest in it? Or what was the reason? Ah, yeah. So um, when I was in high school, mm. uh, I had to you know, study to go to the university. Mm. I just uh, wanted to become a you know big money-making trader. Mm. <laughs> so uh, I thought... Uh, in, the, in the Middle East countries is the opportunity country, you know, to to make a good money. Uh, so I just uh, chose the Arabic mm. as my major in in my university uh, in Busan. Okay, okay, okay. So I studied uh, Arabic. Uh, now I become a police officer. When, when I, you know, we we all officers have to, you know, pass the test, uh, mm. the many kinds of tests uh, to become a police officer. Right. I just choose the the every year mm. we uh, the police 
agency uh, hire the foreign, you know, hire the officers yeah. who can speak foreign uh, languages. Are you saying there's different tests for different, different kinds tests. of police? Yeah, it's a, it's a so different if you want to be a regular test. beat officer, you yeah. do this test? Not regular beat officer, this is, you know. But if you want to be a foreign affairs, you should write yes, a, a, yes. a separate test. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I just want to back up a little bit. Did you know in elementary or middle or high school, when did you know that you wanted to become a police officer? As I told you, I wanted to become a good trader. A trader. Not police officer. Right. Mm. So I just, uh, you know, <laughs> I was hired uh, in Samsung company. Uh, so I went to the Egypt because I studied Arabic mm. in Egypt almost a year. No way. So I just got a job in the Samsung company. And I went to Marsamatro in, in, in Egypt. I worked uh, the, for the Samsung company for six, uh, six months. Mm. Then, I, then my company made a contract uh, for six or seven years. Um, this company, this factory in Alexandria, mm -hmm. in Egypt. So I had to go there to work mm. for six or seven years at least. Mm. Just one holiday a year. I didn't marry. <laughs> yeah. I can't bring my family there. So I just uh, stopped you know, yeah. working for the company. I came back to Korea. Mm. How, long, how long did you work for them? Uh, six, six, uh, six, six, oh, six months. Six months. Oh, okay. Then I came back for holiday to you know, Korea. Mm. I, I found a new job in here. Ni yeah. Nike, no, no shoe making, making company. Yeah. Uh, there was a good, uh, they just uh, suggested me good you know, uh, conditions mm. for work. And I quit the company. <laughs> and then I, you know, I just uh, got found a new job in the shoemaking company in Busan, wow. my hometown. Were you doing sales or what were you doing uh, for Nike? It's a sales sales department. Then I worked for the yeah, sales and price mm -hmm. uh, section, and I worked for the uh, company almost one year. And then I had to quit because you know I had to have a meeting twice to three times a week oh. with a manager mm. from America. And then after meeting, we go out for dinner and drinking. Yeah. So you know that's a big part of the yeah it's of a big the part business of, culture here. Isn't yeah, it? it's yeah. a big. You know, it's a very important, you know, business culture in Korea. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. Just working closely with, yeah. with some of the book salesmen in in town, that was a in their early career. That was a huge part of their yes, right, um, yes, of their business deals and whatnot. Yeah. Uh huh. So I just and happened to know this is not very good job yeah. for me. There was still another you know, reason, some reasons. Mm. So anyway, so the prices, you know, is uh, is not. Uh, good for me to work, you know, for the company. The yeah. salary. The yeah. salary, yeah. Yeah, salary. Yeah. So very, it's a very common problem for yeah. young people in Korea. They just can't make enough money. And I'm a senior, you know, so just uh, they called me and he said, hey, hey, we have a good, you know, let's do our our business in the Middle East countries. So oh, oh, what kind of business? He wanted to, uh, wants to sell the, the part of the cars to the Middle East countries, mm. including Turkey and Egypt or something. Yeah. So, okay, I will do. I will join you, your business, and I quit. Mm. And then uh, I opened the uh, office in oh. Busan. And then uh, he, you know, my senior, is, uh, he lives in Seoul. Mm. So I, I was waiting for his call, but he was disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> so oh. my, you know, uh, my friend in the, in my high school, uh, in university, mm. just called me. He became a police officer after graduation. Yeah. So he called me, he said, Hey, there is a job opportunity. So what is it? I, 
he said is a police officer. A police agency was to you know, hire a police officer who can speak Arabic and English. Oh, beautiful. It's I asked him, it's your calling, yeah. so what is it? He said, oh, he it is police officer. Hmm. You can be become a police officer. Just uh, pass the you know, Arabic and English test. So I just say, okay, so I will try. Then I passed the exam. Because mm. my major is Arabic. I, I studied Arabic in Egypt mm. and worked for the Egypt for six months. Yeah. So I just uh, can speak local languages in Egypt. Mm. You know, there is a you know, standard Arabic and dialect. Local, local dialect. Yeah. Yeah, dialect. So I can speak both. Mm. But these days, Almost, you know, I just, uh, next year is uh, 20 years for my career, for, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. since I become a police officer. Mm. I saw not many opportunities to mm. speak Arabic, mm. so I forget uh, about uh, many of course, yeah. Yeah. Uh, to, to pass the, the original Arabic test, how proficient do you have to be at the language? Because, like, if, if anyone wants to pass an English test, you have to be, like, you know, if you're doing the TEPS or TOEFL, like, you have to be in the top 10%. Is it not, difficult not, not, to... Yeah, it's very difficult. How's the Arabic test? Is it just, what's your name? It's, or very basic? No, 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 no. no. It's, uh, it's uh, higher than, you know, the basic. You know? Oh, okay, okay. Uh, like an intermediate? Yeah, okay. intermediate. Okay, yes. cool. So, so when you were recruited, you got recruited based on speaking languages, and that's it. You didn't have to go to police college or police academy yes, or anything? Yes, right, right, right. So do they hire you and then train you? Or? I, train, I just got a training for six hours as a normal you know, police officer. <laughs> six hours? Uh, six, sorry, six months. Okay. <laughs> uh, sorry, six months. The I most got, highly yeah. trained officer. No, that's yes. America, six hours. Yes, yeah, yeah. I got you know, uh, six months of you know, police training in the you know, police uh, institute police academy academy yeah. and uh, you know you know with uh, you know normal you know, police officers and then just uh, you know I I graduated from uh, the academy with a uh, not bad records. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, okay. You passed. So, the... so you gained your admittance based on your language abilities, and then they trained you after. Right. Yeah, you get hired before you yeah. do training. Yeah. yeah. Is cool. it a special case for you or? Yes, yeah, special case. Okay. Because otherwise, you have to go through an exam, right? Mm, yes, right. right. I don't. I don't think that is in Korea. So in Korea, you know, there are four, five, five ways. To become a police officers here, mm -hmm. so I am the one of them. We police agency, uh, you know, hired once a year. Sometimes once uh, two years. No, it depends on the need. Uh, on the need. Yeah. Yes. The average the average police officer, how, what is the process of getting a job in Korea? Do you apply to police academy and get in and study and pass the test and then you become a police officer? No. no, no. Or are you hired as an officer and then they send you out to training? No, just uh, we just we all normally uh, we just uh, no we have to pass the exam to become a police officer to get into the university or the police academy. Yeah, no, nobody, you know, you know, all the people uh, who uh, have the Korean nationalities uh, can you know uh, have the test uh, after you no know, high school high school grade mm. graduation. Okay, okay, okay. you know, with the high school graduation. Mm. Uh, everybody can you know get the test. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's uh, it's funny that you wanted to be something else and ended up being a police officer. Yeah. And I wanted to be a police officer and ended up being something else. Yeah. I, I want to go back to your time in Egypt. How does your time in Egypt affect, or, or do you ever draw on your time in Egypt 
in your current life, your current situations? Do you ever reflect back on some situations in Europe when dealing with foreigners or international people of the city? Or was that because it was with a company, it's so different um, and you don't, it has no effect on your life these days? Ah, uh, yes. Um, you know, I, I was in Egypt twice. Uh, as a, the first is, uh, you know, as a student, the second is, uh, you know, worker, mm. right? Labor. The, these careers are really good uh, experience for me to uh, do my service to foreigners. Mm. Because the majority of foreigners here are students, yeah, students and, and workers. workers. Factory workers. Yes, workers. So when I was in Egypt, I met, you know, other peoples who who has the who come from other countries who has has you know other you know visa types mm. so i had many chances to meet them can you describe your unique and kind of unchanging position as uh, as an inspector like you were the the title you have currently has this always been your title or have you moved up or what's the it seems like every gomu one in the in the city Yes. is subject to change their job every right, right. every few years. Yeah, every few years you're, yes. the o- you're the only man we know that that maintains his uh yeah his yes. position as uh, Yes. I, I I have been, you know, working uh for foreign affairs sections yeah. almost 20 years. Okay, okay. Except for two two years. Yeah. Uh I just worked for two years community, you know, police called Jigude. Uh my major is you know, LB, mm. and I become became a uh, police officer mm. as the uh, foreign affairs police office okay. officers. Because all of your, I mean, when we visit your office every now and again, your co-workers are always changing. Your yes, office right, staff right, is right. always changing, yes. but you're the... If we, if we work for a section five years, mm. for five years, we have to move to another section. Why is that? Um, is it to prevent corruption? Because, you know, the, the, the head of my uh, stations, mm. police stations, uh, wanted to give well, many chances to many police officers for many, you know, sections. So, but is you that, know, do you after five years do you have to change, I, or is it an option? Yeah, to normally, change? normally, you know, have normally, to change? You, know, mm. you know, you know, they got some um, official orders. Mm. They have to move. They have to move. Mm. But uh, some of officers. No special case. Yeah, special cases, yeah. especially uh, me. <laughs> I'm the only officers who work for uh, the same sections for almost ten years. Oh, okay, okay. So my um, last year, I I tried to move, but uh, my new head of my station wanted me to stay. Ah, interesting. Yes. You're doing a good job. Apparently. You tried yes. to move to a different role in Ulsan or? Uh, Ulsan, Ulsan. Yeah. Yes. Um, but w- what is the reason for the the shaking up of the positions? Because it it's may- always maybe... been explained to us as to prevent corruption, to prevent people getting too close to each other. Yes, yes. In schools, right, in right. City Hall, in Namgucheong. Uh-huh. It's always to prevent people from getting too close and making too good of relationships where you can help. Uh, influence and favor each other too easily. But maybe like a in a Western, from a Western perspective, I would assume that after ten years, yes, you're very comfortable in your position. You uh-huh. can you can work it efficiently. Yes, yes. You're you're familiar with the ins and outs of the position, and it, it always strikes me as strange as to why the the higher ups would go. Oh, time for a change. Is it to keep everyone on their toes, or what's the the reasoning behind that? Corruption or um. 
Yes. Um, I don't mean to keep digging and saying the word corruption. Yeah, the serious corruption <laughs> could be uh, happened yeah. when the when the officers stay mm. in their you know positions mm. for 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 many too yeah too long. But I think you know that is the one of the reasons that the officers move to you know another mm. sections. Sometimes every every year, sometimes you know several years. Uh, but in my case, if I did some corruptions, you know, I had to you know move to another sections, you know. Maybe before 10 years. But I, but you know, I enjoy. You don't, you don't get fired? Yeah, yes. The, the Gumuans in Korea are, yes. it's one of the things that foreigners maybe look down on them for is that they kind of have this invincible shield that they can do anything. It's mm. like the Catholic and, Church. And, and it's, it's kind of, you hear, it, you hear it with teachers, you hear it at City Hall, you, you see all the time. There's teachers that do grossly offensive things. Yeah, uh, things that don't go to jail, they just pay a fine, or they just do this, or yeah, yeah, and they they never get fired. Yeah, so uh, but, but, but it depends on you know, it depends on you know. So they, sometimes we get fired, you know. So when when, when the corruption, there are you know in the corruptions, many kind kinds of corruptions, you know. It depends on you know how so, how severe it yes, is. Yes, yeah, severe. Yeah. Yes, right. Uh, so some some officers, you know, take money from you know yeah people, and um, some sometimes they. Take money from uh, company people or some, you know, uh, bribery. Offenders, that was everywhere. You know? Namor? Yeah, Namor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saga Box. Bribes. Yes, yes. Saga Box. <laughs> but it used to be, but, you it know, used to be so, much worse. Yeah, it's, it's gotten yes. much better now. Right. But it's still, it, it doesn't matter what you do. It's in every government, every country in the world. If mm-hmm. you look at the American system right now, and they got they got governors who are, who are trading stocks. That that they own the companies for anyway. Anyways, it's yeah. it's everywhere. You can't avoid it. You know, in well, fifteen years ago, fifteen years ago, ten years ago, mm. there was no way to report to the well, head of stations about uh, corruptions concerning police officers. Mm. But these days, mm. uh, you know, there is a, some cases that the people who gave the, some money to police officers for their cases posted on the homepage, website, yeah, yeah, yeah. police website, after giving money mm. to the police officer. That's okay. good. And yeah. there should be... There when, should they, be. when they have not good result. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, anyway. So, do you think it's better to be kind of a jack of all trades and get experience with, with multiple different uh, positions, roles, etc., or to be specialized in one? Um, uh, like, like for my one, the ones I think being in the education industry, when I was at Eunice, mm-hmm. like Brian was saying, we mm-hmm. get a new secretary, mm-hmm. and it takes six months maybe for her to learn her job. Yes, yes. And after six months to a year, she learns her job, and now finally she builds some rapport and and relationship with uh, the coworkers, and then it, it's one year, and mm-hmm. then she has one more year, and she's mm-hmm. just getting really good at her job, mm-hmm. and then boom. Come back in the spring, and she's mm. gone to another office. Uh huh. And you go. We just developed. Finally, we finally got on the same page. Everybody understands each other, and they change the whole office staff around. I just think it's counterproductive to having an efficient system when you're always moving these guys around. Now, if it's five years, I think that might be a little different. But lots of places are two, three, even four years. And just when you get that synergy working, yes, yes, it, you got to go back ten steps. Maybe, and start again. Maybe two years is, is too short, but maybe four or five years is better. Do you, you think? Want, oh, sorry, do you think it's I, I, better to be specialized in one? Like I think in Canada, 
the guy I know that was the principal of my elementary school, he was the principal for 25 years. Uh-huh. Well, and yeah. he was a he was a respectable figure in the community. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And that was him. And the teachers worked at the same schools for yes. their whole career. Yes. And they developed their own community there. That's good, but you can see how the, the drawbacks of that, too, are people, their careers get stagnant. They're not, sure, they're not reinventing themselves. Yeah. That's, that's what I wonder. So do you think it's better to be... A specialist and be the best at your position, or do you think you should get experience in all the different areas? Uh, you know, uh, normally there are four, three, or five, over five police officers who mm. work for one section, you know. So I think maybe 10% or 20% at most uh, should be a specialist for the section. And then the other police officers, they move to another section, oh, okay, okay. you know. Uh, sometimes, you know. They wanted to go to another sections to learn more, more another sections work. Uh, when when new you know officers come to the section, you know one of the officers should teach them. You, you know, need the stability in the, yes. in the section or yeah. the, the experience in right. the section. And uh, you know, in my case, you know, in my section, uh, I am the only police officer mm. you know, who worked for for a long time. So I just uh, when, whenever they come to my you know section, I I teach them you know I treat them when they you know learn more fast how to deal with uh, you know you know people from other countries mm. they can go give more efficient more good you know, service yeah, yeah. service yeah. yes I think sure. back to my elementary school days I mean working in elementary the English teacher was just. The newest, youngest teacher. Yes. Okay, you teach English. Uh-huh. And even if they didn't know any English, mm-hmm. it didn't matter. It was the Not worst right. job. Yes. Nobody wanted it. So they, it had nothing to do with... There was 40 and 50-year-old teachers mm-hmm. who lived in America for 10 years and spoke great English. Mm-hmm. Right. But but that, that skill wasn't valued. And the Cheuk teacher, the phys ed teacher, yes. was just the man because man's good at sports. But even if the man was completely terrible at sports... Mm-hmm. He was the phys ed teacher. Really? And I, I, thought, I thought phys ed no. was a and, and now some of them are contract teachers where they're only, like, sometimes music or phys ed can be mm-hmm. just like a one-year yes. renewable contract. But yeah. still, a lot of them are regular teachers. Mm-hmm. And they have to change every year, grade 6, grade 2, grade yes, 3, grade right, 1. Right. I think that's good to keep them, you know, uh, their skills up for teaching all different levels. Mm-hmm. But when you put someone in charge of phys ed who doesn't want to do phys ed, Mm-hmm. I think it's very detrimental to the growth of the students. If when you put someone in charge of English who doesn't speak English, <laughs> it's it seems crazy. Yeah. So that's why, yeah, lots of my experiences in education, yeah, it's it seems all a little bit backwards. So <clears throat> over um, over the last year, through uh, through the media, we've seen a rash of viral videos from abusive overseas police officers. I've never seen or encountered any overly aggressive or, or angry or, or physically abusive hmm. Korean police officers. In fact, it's been the exact opposite. They're always very calm, friendly, and friendly yeah. approachable. It, yeah. When I'm at home and I'm driving and I see an undercover police car or if I'm walking on the street and I see a police officer, you know, there's a there's a there's a reaction that you that it you tense feel. up when I walk by a Korean police officer. There's no inner bad feelings or I, I don't worry oh my Fear. god maybe he's gonna tackle me because he thinks i'm doing something wrong yeah. i've never had that given the opportunity to describe the uh typical korean police officer um how would you describe that for our um, audience the typical police officers in in, in korea mm. you know do their job always friendly 
to the people. We learn how to be friendly to people, including you know foreigners in in academy. And every day, every every week, you know, we we are trained, and uh, we um, every day the head of my section just uh, say be uh, friendly to the people. Mm. You know, so so this is uh, you know basic culture. So I think the Korean people are you know very polite. Some cases, you know, when they are drunken, you know, say it's all, it's all, you know. Mm. But uh, we police officers are trained every. Every day, yes. Oh, so every day there's a there's a reminder. Of, yeah, remind. Yeah. You know, you have to be polite to people and then be friendly. Do you think the average officer realizes how fortunate you are to be in this situation compared to other countries? Ah, uh, yeah, compared to other countries. Like in America and Canada, there's great yeah. training. Ah, uh, yes. But yeah. it's training on a different level because the society acts mm-hmm. so differently. Right, right. But, and without yeah. without guns. And, yes. and knives. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm guessing the majority of your stuff is mm-hmm. drunken people in public. Right, right. And and like mischief and stuff. It's nothing serious. Drunken people, you know, is a serious problem. No? <laughs> you know, but but uh, don't you tell know, that to you the know, so The gun is not permitted in Korea, right? Yeah. yeah. So we, we police officers only you know have the guns. Mm. So people. Now, normally, you know, most of people follow our, you know, order. That's why we officers do gentle pe- to the people. But that would change in a hurry if you introduced knives, guns, yes, gangs. Yes. It doesn't even have to be guns. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it can just be, it can just be knives or or any mm-hmm. other kind of weapon, baseball bats, pipes, anything. Mm-hmm. But that's part of what we talk about why we like raising our kids here because that stuff doesn't exist here yet. It's a very, very safe place. In those regards, compared to, I think where where we're from, where you can find fights and brawls all all the time. Well, I think fights used to be a lot more common here. Is that right? Fight like uh, yes. back in the day, a lot of people would just. Uh, maybe you could speak to this. What's the? <laughs> how did the the fighting rule come about? How do you say it? like the? Uh, if, if two people engage in a fight, yeah, yes. At home, we would assume that the person at home you walk away. You just walk away and say, I won or I lost. There's oh, no... no, no, no. But I mean, like, uh, if police are involved, right? Mm-hmm. the police officer would ask questions and who started this, what happened, yeah, yes. let's check the CCTV. Who hit who first? Yeah, who... Who, who, yeah, who started, who's the instigator of this fight? But here, I think the rule is whoever gets hurt hmm. is the is the winner because they can collect money. Is there any <laughs> is there any history to to why this is the current law? Or? My wife said a long time ago that there were so many instances of of drunken fights that police got tired of asking who who started it. Was it you? It was him. It was yeah, him. It was him. Yeah, yeah. And now they just said you're hurt. Pay him, and uh-huh. then and then it's. Uh, then it's over, and this is maybe a deterrent for. It is not important to who start the first. Are you sure? And then, yes. Uh, <laughs> I you, you know, in in the Korean law, mm. uh, criminal law, if you hit a nate, you no, know, you you pay normally. So if you you if even you start it first, you might hit each other. Yeah. Maybe it depends on the you know uh, hurt. Yeah. You pay more, you pay less. Uh, it's a different. You know? Whoever gets more injured. Yeah, whoever gets more gets injured. More yes, winnings. more. Okay. Interesting. I, it, so, I think it's a great. Deterrent. You know. You know. Yeah. So that's so many people doesn't know about that. So don't know about that. So I whenever I open the you know uh, crime prevention class, 
so I taste them, <laughs> no? That's the best. Now, when, when, yeah, yeah. When, when drunken guy is very aggressive, mm. don't hit. Even uh, they are hit by them, mm. just uh, grab is okay. Just uh, grab and uh, just uh, prevent to be you know, hidden by them. <laughs> so yes. what about, this, this is like a game in Korea. Uh, if you don't want to talk about it, I, I have no problem. But it's like a game in Korea. So if I grab you by the shoulders, yes, and then the police come mm-hmm. and you say, "Oh, my shoulder hurts! Oh, that guy's huge! He squeezed my shoulder so strong!" Yeah. <laughs> and and typically you're gonna say, "Wow, that's a big guy! He must have hurt uh-huh. your shoulder." Uh-huh. And even though I have a bleeding nose, yeah, or a broken nose, this man's gonna say that I hurt his shoulder from squeeze from just restraining him. Mm-hmm. No, who's the winner? No. Who's the loser? <laughs> um... <laughs> I feel like I lose either way if I ever engage in this. So I just don't engage because there's uh, no way. Yeah, That's the best way. Uh-huh. So, you know, to, uh, we, we, when we start the investigation about the violence like that, just we, at, at first, we, these days, you know, we just uh, try to gather the, you know, uh, evidences, including CCTV and witnesses. Witness statements. And, yeah. then, and then, so we think about, uh, you know, the situation, you know, about uh, violence. And uh, sometimes, you know, it could be very difficult to decide about the situation. But uh, we, you know, mostly we, we solve the, the, the crime. Mm. We solve the, you know. Before take, going take, to court, right? Yeah, 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 before going to court, yeah. you know. What would be the most common or most uh, popular crimes that Korean police have to deal with on a day-to-day basis? Most popular crimes? Would it be drunken in public? Or, drunken, or what, yes. What are the most common violence and then you know is, is people one. fighting yeah people fighting and then uh, traffic and then no theft how how common is theft uh, foreigners love korea that you can leave we talked about it today leave a bag of money on the bus nobody takes it um i'm not sure but you know that being said my wife just got us these extra secure screens for our new first floor patio so yeah. that people can't break into our house and <laughs> hey, if they want to get in, they're getting in. Your expensive screen's not going to stop them. How common is theft? Ah, uh, how common? I've never heard of it. Ah, uh, it's it's um uh, it's not common. You know, not 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 very often. But you know, the the peoples uh they don't report when they you know <laughs> they lost you know just a little things you know, but uh, mm-hmm. especially for, foreigners sometimes they are reported when they get some stuff on the street. Like $150 laying in front of your house? Yeah, you know, the people, you know, to bring some <laughs> their stuff to to uh, to throw out uh, outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Illegal dumping of garbage. Yeah, dumping. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, you know, in an apartment, the people bring some their stuff to, you know, Jehwalyong, you know, yeah. recyclers, Recycling. you know, stuff. So, you know, in, there was one case, one foreigners, just they thought uh, the people just, uh, you know, put it this stuff outside to throw out. Mm. He just uh, took it to his house. Mm. Then the owner <laughs> just uh, thought, uh, I, I, I just need it. I just wanted to, the, the owner wants to bring <laughs> it back. back. <laughs> he, kept, he went out, he was disappeared, and then he report. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. owner report. Oh, and then the police officer come and check the CCTV on one foreigner, just to bring, <laughs> took them. So we, we, we caught him. Yeah, yeah. So he said, hey, just uh, I just uh, saw, you know. It was in the garbage. Yeah, it's a garbage. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, there was a case like this. But do you understand that in our country, we don't throw stuff out like that? Ah, uh, really? In Korea, oh. because of the ghosts, they're always throwing out all their nice furniture. So yeah. 
for students who are on a tight budget, mm-hmm. I mean, even in the old days when we used to live in the back of Mugadon, we used to pick stuff up on the street all the time. Yeah. I called so made, there, called there was nice stuff all the time. Yeah. Yes. Desks, yes. chairs, sofas. <laughs> right, right. But I never knew people came back looking for it. <laughs> Do you remember the first time we met? Um, We met, it's a long time ago, yeah. right? Do you remember when it was? It yeah. was... Uh, yeah. It was such a weird situation. I had no idea what to do. I was driving home on my motorcycle. Right, right, right. And there was a taxi driver yeah, yeah. driving right next to me going hoo, hoo, like this, like uh-huh. trying yes. trying to push me into the push you into the guardrail. Yes, yes. Like you the guy was literally uh-huh. trying to kill uh-huh. me. I was like I was so nervous and shook up and I was like, I don't know what to do. So I called the police and mm-hmm. they come. I'm I'm flipping out in English. Like, oh my god, wait, 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 wait. And then he shows up, he goes, do you know John? Yes. Do you know Egyptian John? (laughs) I do. And that, like, it was just such a, it was so nice to speak to someone in English. And how you approach the situation was very, like, you calm me down. You're like, you know, you can't really do much in this situation. I was very disappointed to know that trying to kill someone on a motorcycle, you you took out your handbook. You went, well, the maximum fine I can give them is... uh, Samana, 40, 40 American dollars. <laughs> I went, oh no. <clears throat> yeah, that was our uh, our introduction. That was quite quite funny. Four instances like this. I, you know, um, at that time I didn't know who to call, and since then, uh, there's been three kind of small things that I've witnessed, and I've sent you messages, and I'll I'll remind you of them quickly. Mm. First, one day I was driving my uh, my bicycle. Yeah. I saw a man pull out pull his car out, smash into another car, and then drive away. <laughs> like, he just, he didn't stop or write a note or anything. So I, I sent you a note about that. Yes, right. Um, yeah. Another one was the, while I was driving, I saw a driving school car with the, the, <laughs> dude, <laughs> the whole uh, passenger side window where the driving instructor was sitting, <laughs> seen plastered newspapers all over their window to stop the sun, sun. from beating on their face. Yeah, yeah, to block the suns. Oh. And, <laughs> and I've witnessed during kind of late night runs, I've witnessed um, some instances of domestic abuse. If people listening, if foreigners in the community uh, witness something like this, I mean, it's not minus the domestic abuse. Now we have protected the haven. Protected Haven app, but... Mm-hmm. If you see something like someone bumping into a car or a poor driving school, uh, you want to report a crime like or something. If it's not an emergency, uh, who should we contact? I'm oh. sure you don't like getting my messages or my calls, and you don't want every uh, everyone calling you. Who should we contact in that situation? You know, when it comes to protected haven, eh? mm. I just uh, created this app for the mm. uh, you know female foreigners. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, when the female foreigners are involved in the crime, when they become a victim of, you know, domestic violence, yeah. they can use this, you know, protected heaven yep. app. And normally, when they are emergency situation, mm. they, they have to call one on two. Of course. Okay. When they, uh, all the people call the one on two, there is an interpretation, you know, system. And mm. We have the interpretation system. Mm. So sometimes, you know, foreigners who live in Ulsan mm-hmm. contact me directly. Yeah, sometimes. sorry about that. And then they message me, <laughs> okay? And then I, whenever I go to, to meet the foreigners, I open my, you know, private, you know, phone numbers mm-hmm. to the people. 
and uh, I just uh, use my Facebook account and I have uh, you know, SNS. Mm. I use SNS to let the people know about my SNS. Because I just wanted to open the, the way for them the to, channels. Yeah, yeah. Channels to report mm -hmm. the crimes. Don't so, worry, we've posted your phone number and home address on uh, on the website. But usually, usually when you call, <laughs> usually when you call one one two or someone, else, isn't there an option for a translation service? Yes, we have a yeah, tra translation. So. Yeah. So what, what about in a non something you want to report in a non emergency situation? Non emergency who, situations. Who should we call? Also one one two, right? Yes, also one one two, and then also call my office, my phone number, mm, okay. and then you know, you know, you know, in. There are, you know, community officers nearby us, you know, mm. uh, so they can visit and then they can come to my police station. Mm. Uh, sometimes they message, if you try, mm. you can find, you know, you know, many ways to report. There mm. are some neighborhood watches and they can contact them. Sometimes they, you can, we can see the neighborhood watches. I, speak, speaking to the the community leaders or the neighborhood watches. I understand that every, I think it's every elementary school, I don't know if it's middle school or high school, yeah. every elementary school has a designated yes, police right. officer right, or right, officers. Right. In middle school also. They middle have, school also? Yes. High school? Yes. Yes. In the, in every schools. So are they present on, or they just visit there once a week or once a month? Or what? Uh, yes. Can you, can you explain what their role is and, and what that job is? They don't because I think, it, I think yes. it's really good. Uh -huh. And I ne we never had that when we were yeah, yeah. in school or, or kids growing up. But I think, Having an officer come regularly or knowing that, you know, Officer Kim is our officer and, and she helps our school mm -hmm. is really comforting to know or to have that extra resource. Can you tell us a little bit about that yeah, it program? Called, yeah, it's called the poli school police. Mm. School police, they go to school maybe once once a day, maybe. They don't stay there. But uh, they have, uh, you know, uh, relationships with, uh, you know, uh, uh, children and then teachers. Stuff. And then whenever the school violence is happen, mm. they uh, involved in the cases. Uh, they try so, to solve. So it's a familiar face. Yeah, yeah. That that's good. I think familiarizing the the police with the students in non confrontational and non serious ways. You know, if they see police officers just in the community, then they associate like, oh, he's just a regular. He's a regular guy. That, I think. That I think out. we're we're on the other end of the spectrum in the West, where automatically you assume. You know, fear, danger, what's yeah. wrong, mm -hmm. something happened. Mm -hmm. And it's it's a sense of, you know, you get anxiety, you tense up. Is he here for me or somebody else? Or what happened? Who did something? Well, I mean, when we had, do you know when police visited our high school? Yes. In, in high school, if a police officer visited, yeah. it was with the drug dog. Yeah. And they tell all the classrooms, close the doors. And they walk around and the dog sniffs oh, around. Really? And then they call Mike Smith. Every day. Mo, mo, mo. Every day. <laughs> no, not every day. A few, Gosh. A few, a few yeah. times a year. And that's that's our interactions, as far as I can remember. I mean, those we, are the ones we, that stick over. We had a couple of ceremonies where, you know, they they say the police are good and this and this. But it's different interactions than what you have when you're actually out in society and when you see and what you see on TV and in the yeah. movies and in the news. It's not the same, mm. so you can't really connect it. But I think I've had I've had very good at home. I've had uh, some good interactions with police officers. I don't want to paint them all in a bad no, a bad not at way, all. But I think they're put in bad situations yeah. because of the actions and the the stupidity of the general public. 
And, but the and general then, feeling around them is like, you better walk a straight line or you're going to be... Yeah, usually yeah. the feel is like, if you see a police officer, something bad is happening. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. yes. So we have a negativity uh-huh. associated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. All the uh, people, you know, think like that, you know, to when the police officer, you know, come to some places, the people think, oh, there is some cases. They not say, here. They, yeah. But not I, here. I you you yeah. advertise with the lights on all the time. Here we are. Don't do anything stupid. Thing, yeah. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> That's at home. In Canada, they're hiding behind the telephone poles with the speed traps and stuff. Like, they're, or they're always they, undercover trying to catch you. They drive undercover police cars. Here, you guys ah. drive around. The lights are on. Yeah. <laughs> we're coming. If we're doing anything illegal, stop, stop for five it. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> why, why do Korean police... I think it's another thing that baffles a lot of foreigners. Why the cars always have their lights on, even when they're playing on their phones on the side of the road? Why do they always have their lights just, on? Uh, awareness. Just awareness. Just awareness, you yeah. know. Just uh, and we're here to help. Yeah, yeah. So yes, and then uh, ah. we we are here. You so don't do some. You know, don't you know break the laws. Mm. Just uh, when whenever you need some help, just uh, come to me. Ah, what yeah. a difference. That's why we you know. Always we right. We're always around. We're always yeah. available. And what a difference in perspective. We, we view it as, oh my God, what what is he doing? I can do something illegal if he didn't have his lights on. Yeah, yeah. And you view it as, we're here. Let let us help you. Uh-huh. What a, wow, wow. The a weird situation we grew up in. Eh? And and we, we, I mean, the common stereotype at home is you know eating donuts and and all this stuff, lazy, <laughs> sitting in the cars, and they're not all like that, but. In Korea, mm-hmm. I mean, there's we we always laugh that there's not enough crime to keep police officers busy here. Like, they're more like uh, like social welfare officers, yeah, but not exactly so like more community peace officers maybe mm-hmm. um, that are out there just in case anybody needs help. We're here and we can help you. I well, think I think the image of them is is awesome, and even the cartoon yeah. mascots. Like they have the cartoon characters Bosuni. on all the stations. Bosuni. Right, right, right. Yeah, Bosuni, yeah. Bodori. Yeah. They have the the stuffed animals. I mean, it's really a, a positive campaign message yes, that right. paints the police in a in a positive way. But that's mm-hmm. because in uh, the past it wasn't the same. Yeah. You know, so of you know, older people like a father and grandfather, mother, mm. they think the police officer, Korea police officer, is very strict and. Uh, well, they now. I don't know. When they are young, in yeah. long, yeah. long time because ago. Because they were. But uh, we, we, you know, officers wants to change the images, image, the right. bad images. Mm. Yes, that's why we created the Podori Posuni, mm. and then uh, it's working. Yeah, yeah <laughs> just uh, the people friendly, you know, policies. When when did and it then, change from the strict police uh, maybe to 15, the friendly police? Uh, almost ten years ago. No, we, before no, that, no. I we came before? in 2003, and the police were super friendly in 2003. Oh, uh, really? No, no, no. no. Listen, but, one, but, time, one time I came around Shinbok Rotary, uh, and I was yeah. on my phone, driving, and I was on my phone. Yeah, yeah. And the police was there, and he waved me over. Right, right. And he waved me over, and yeah, I thought, yeah. oh, maybe I did something wrong. Right, right. And I put down the window, and I just said, mm-hmm. ah, takamanyong, mm-hmm. I'm just going to finish my call. Yes. And he didn't say anything. <laughs> he didn't say, don't talk while you're driving, get off your phone, here's a ticket. I don't even, he said, we're just checking for something. He said, okay, have a good day, sir. But I think, you know, he can't speak English. Maybe. And he <laughs> didn't know about how to treat uh, foreigners. But in our country, yeah. boom, oh, here you go. Yes. It doesn't matter what language you speak, what you look like. And then basically, you know, we officers, fine. Korean officers, uh, police officers are very, you know, you know, it's kind to foreigners. Yeah. Um, we just feel uh, our guest. I mean, as long as it's, as long as it's not in a serious 
uh-huh. criminal yes, right, right, aspect. Right, right. That's fine. If yes. it's just minor just to give a warning, small warning. You know, oh, don't you know, uh, okay. telephone. You know, while yeah. driving, just uh, you know. Yeah. Go. I drove. Yes. I, I turned over two yellow lines one time. Yeah, and the yeah. cop was right behind me. <laughs> I was a few days away from a fight, and uh-huh. I had a, a mohawk shaved in my head. Yeah. And he came up. I put the window down. I was like, <laughs> "Can I see your insurance and your license?" I didn't have any. Uh, yeah. Once again. No, uh, no ID, nothing. And I said, "Oh, please call my director. Do this, do that." And he looked and he just went, oh, "No English." <laughs> and he walked away. He's like, "Just don't yellow line too." No, and I went, okay, I get it. But on, then I don't on, do it. on the other side, I was by that Starbucks by uh, I forget what the bridge is, but I was I made a. You couldn't. The left turns are so hard in Korea because you have to go up and do a U turn a kilometer past where you want to get every time. Anyways, I made a a U turn over a yellow line on a side street, and there was a police there, and he went. Mm. They call out your license plate and tell you to move over. <laughs> so we stopped and my wife was like, oh, what did you do? You're giving me a bad reputation. And the policeman comes and he looks and he's like, you. Mm. <laughs> and then he looks over and sees my wife and he says, and then he starts telling her in Korean. And she's like, you're ruining my image. I'm not driving with you anymore. And he was giving her the jansori instead of me. <laughs> but in, in general, I think... Maybe whatever happened here 15, 20, 30 years ago yeah. is what needs to happen in mm-hmm. my country mm-hmm. and in a lot of the West where we have a rebranding. In, in execution of. of no, the re, a rebranding oh, towards okay. this positive. I got you. We're here to help and, and we're here to serve, to really serve and protect. Not, yeah. I mean, it, it. they say we're here to serve and protect, but it doesn't seem like that anymore, um, especially with all the stuff you see on the news. And I know that's not all of them. But it's too frequent. It's too common. It's not okay. Yeah. And the, this police immunity that exists back home. Um, it's just someone, I want to say Iowa, where the, pol- where the police killed the young black kid last week. And he didn't have the body cam on. Um, and the mayor said, come on, we spent $5 million to give everybody a body cam. And it's not even on. This isn't okay. You've got to be responsible. Turn your body cam on and be responsible for your actions. Do what we trained you to do. And as long as you do that, there's no problems. Uh, so I, I, I really think there's a lot the West can learn from this style of policing. I know the problems in society are a lot less here, but maybe it's a goal, something they can move towards. But it's it's impressive here to see how friendly and how yeah. much approachable mm-hmm. and, and how much you can interact with the police in a non-fearful way, in a non, you know, no, not any pr- anxiety promoting or anything like that. Yeah. So. So what changed in this? Did the training change or did the community started? Well, there is huge, there is countrywide government change. What caused this change? Countrywide protest, no? After the Guangzhou massacre, I think that was the, that was the, the catalyst to the, Mm. to the, to the change, wasn't it? After Guangzhou? Um, Wasn't, wasn't that the beginning of the, it's time to, time to change our policies? Because police overstep their boundaries big time there, right? Mm. With the improper, uh, Improper tr- treatment of the of the detainees and whatnot. Yeah, it, it was the change from from dictatorship to to the democracy that that happened 40, 50 years ago. Dictator. It's the funniest word in the English language, man. The, I, I, I want to say if I, I used to train train, I used to teach some of the yeah. higher ranking guys in uh-huh. the police officers in Jungu uh-huh. and uh-huh. and Uchu and Buku. Yes. And these guys were looking to go abroad, go abroad as an yes. attaché or. Yeah. Uh, I forget the other word that they call them, but another a visiting officer. Mm-hmm. And they were going to countries where now Koreans had taken up base and they set up businesses. 
and there's a large group of Koreans, and they were there kind of as liaisons and to to kind of learn to bring back some different policies back to their own country. And they were typically looking, but now it's all over the world, mm-hmm. right? When did Korea start to send out their officers to other countries? Uh, it's a long time ago. It's a long time ago, you know, before I become a police officer. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we... Police officers go go to abroad as a uh, maybe maybe we go to almost over thirty countries to work. So maybe thirty years ago, mm. thirty forty, I'm not sure. Mm. You know, we go to abroad to protect our people mm. in in other countries. So those would have been where the Samsung, Hyundai factories are abroad. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it must be a lot bigger now because now, I mean, if you look at the Philippines, mm-hmm. there's not any major companies there. It's Hagwon owners. Yeah. And, and yes. now it, now it's coffee shop owners and screen golf owners that are servicing the the Korean communities yeah. in Baguio, in uh Angeles City, uh-huh. in these places. Right, right. So, um, the, you know, so we we dispatch our police officers to to the abroad. Uh, to other countries, whenever we uh, there are Korean people, so we officers go to there to protect our you know, our country people. So in especially in Philippines, there are maybe three or four branches there, because uh, there are many Korean people right. living there, right? So and many cases happened. Yes, kidnap sometimes, kid, extortion. Then, yeah, extortion sometimes the uh, murders. The Koreans are getting too powerful. Yeah, and then you in know, those countries. Uh-huh. And then so now it's uh, we are expanding the dispatch right. uh, to the other countries. This is police officers to the other countries. Yeah. Yes. I I know in maybe five or six years ago in in Rome and in Paris they had huge problems when the Chinese tourism uh-huh. uh, boom started in Europe, and they just uh-huh. couldn't deal with the amount of problems. Yes, and the biggest one was Chinese tourists getting their goods stolen. Uh-huh. So, so local people would steal goods of yes, the Chinese yes, because yes. they were so relaxed. Like I, the, the Koreans are so relaxed with their cameras, uh-huh. with their wallets, uh-huh. their purses. They uh-huh. leave it here. Uh-huh. But people in our country just go and steal it in two seconds. Right. And then they go to the police station, and nobody speaks Chinese. Nobody yes, speaks yes, right. uh, these languages. Yes. So no, yes, so. I remember in in Rome and in in Paris, hmm. they requested the Chinese government to mm-hmm. send X amount of Chinese police uh-huh. to work in their countries. Yes. Otherwise, they're going to stop taking the tourists because if you have 20, 30 complaints of stolen cameras a day, mm-hmm. you can't process all of those when nobody speaks Chinese. Yes. You have one or two Italians that speak Chinese, fine, but mm-hmm. they need more mm-hmm. to handle all of this tourism. Mm-hmm. So they want the tourism money, mm-hmm. but they can't deal with the crimes that that their own people are committing, so they yes. invite the Chinese yes. police over to work together. Yes. So, I, I, and I didn't know Koreans had those situations until mm-hmm. the, the crazy extortion cases in Philippines where they phone and say, hey, mm-hmm. I have your husband. Yes. I'm yes. going to kill him. Send 50 right, million right, right, won right, now. Right, yes. Um, but I understand it. They own the, the coffee shop, the screen golf. They're driving an Ecus or a Mercedes in communities where people don't have a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and, and the local people aren't happy with that. So I, I can understand it, but I didn't know Koreans were that much involvement and the police now going out to so many countries. I think it's good. For uh, for a regular officer here, at home, I know the, the schedules may be four 12-hour shifts. They'd work, say, Monday to Thursday. Yes. Eight till eight. Sure. And, that, and that gives them kind of the... 
when you're talking about work and life balance, that's an important thing at, at home where you want to give the officers enough time off. You know, if there's overtime, they have uh, an option if they want to take but it. But don't the officers also work two days, two nights? Yeah. That's firefighters, right? No, I think that's a lot of police. In Winnipeg, in Manitoba, I'm sure it's the police. Oh, no, yeah, no they're you're the right. Same, they're yeah, on yeah, the yeah. same contract. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, a lot of them work two days, two nights, and I think, man, that must just mess with your sleep schedule so bad. Yeah. yeah. How's the how's the work-life balance? I mean, I think you you have steady day shift. I know you do the nights, the yes. nights sometimes, too, but how is the work-life balance for an officer in Korea? Yeah, normally we police officers have uh, shift day, night, and Afternoon. off. Oh, okay. Off, off, okay? Two two days work, two days off. But, you know, when the first days, we have to go to the day, day. Sometimes day, sometimes off, uh, night. So you do a morning shift, a night shift? Yeah. And then you're off? Uh, maybe this, uh, you know, twice a week, mm. the police officers have to go to work for more day shift or night shift. Mm. When they off. Uh, this is uh, one system. Mm. And we have two systems. The second system is like me. Mm. I start nine to six, but uh, but we do we do night shift sometimes. Mm. Whenever I need, I do my shift mm. night shift, and then I work on Sunday sometimes, some Saturday, mm. and then uh, we when we call one or two, mm. I go go to solve the problem. Yeah. Maybe some maybe one a.m. Maybe three a.m. Yeah. No, yeah. when the the cases happen, you know, concerning foreigners, mm. sometimes drugs, sometimes, you know, violence, serious violences, mm. murders, the serious traffic accidents. Mm. Police officers call me. So I have to go out to, you know, support or, or solve the problems. Yeah. Being in a port city, you know, and very close to Busan, is there lots of instances of drugs? Uh, in, in yes, Korea? yes, in Busan. Yeah, in Busan. Yes, not Busan. so much. Area. Yeah, you, I, you know. So these days, many, you know, you know, one or two reports concerning the uh, drugs. You know, in Samsan or Dalto, mm. there is uh, many bars. What do you call? More is clubs and dalanjutan for men. So <laughs> that was discreet. <laughs> you know, so it's very funny. But you know, yeah. I said, how can I say? But uh, there are many, you know. Thailand girls and uh, other countries girls who work for the bars in Samsandong. And uh, these days, uh, the people, maybe maybe they are boyfriend of them or the ex-owner of the of them, mm. I'm not sure. They have uh, some relationships. They call one or two and then they say, uh, there was a Thailand girls inside of the bar. Uh, Many girls, they are addicted to, you know, drugs. I must go there to check. They are, sometimes they are just uh, having a dinner inside. But they you want the, the... They just call the their... Ex, the ex-boyfriends want to get them... Maybe, to get them you know, there are many, you know, you know stories, yeah. but I'm not sure. It's not important. You what know, is when, the... What is the biggest drug of concern in Korea for marijuana? That's I mean that's really? the, that, that's the one no no but that's the one that you would see most often in the news whether it's uh, I, was gonna say, I, I think that's K-pop. the most common name I don't think that's the most common drugs here at all a K-pop star uh, smoking weed somewhere but no, yeah 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 marijuana you know K-pop mm-hmm. star smokes you no know, marijuana mm-hmm. and then you know we 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 see you know <laughs> there are many you know many you know Thailand people and then Philippine or mm-hmm. many Asian countries peoples mm-hmm. and uh, you know we think they sometimes they grow their you know marijuana. 
Yeah. In their house. I mean, and even in, even the K-pops and Gangnam and stuff, it's not marijuana. Uh, it's too hard. It's so much easier to just pop pills. Yeah. The pills are the pill. They they, they find them in Busan really? and the port cities all the time now. Marijuana is way too hard to get. It's not easy to access here. The pills are a dime a dozen. You get them from Peer, everywhere, peers, anywhere, all yes, the time. Peers and marijuana. So we 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 so, you know, normally we say it's a marijuana. It's a, it's a no normal no name. We know. Mm. About uh, the drug, so we have a call. I uh, wanted to call these days, mm. you no. Know? So no concerning drugs. The so. grandma downstairs is smoking marijuana. <laughs> you knock on her door, just soup. You know, <laughs> but, it, but, it, but it used to be. It, it used up. to be very common here, as far as I'm my understanding. When my father-in-law was a young yeah. child, marijuana was everywhere, and it was used as a healing. Yes, property, yes, uh, but we think the marijuana is, is permitted to uh, for just uh, you know health, no, no, no just uh, medical treatment. Yeah, oh, yeah, yes, yes. That's that's and that's recently, correct? Yes. That's only within the past few years. Uh-huh. Do you see in the future? Do you, can you see it ever being legal or go to the honey one and get a go to the honey uh, one? I mean, the West, I I just hold that in Western countries, uh, the marijuana is permitted. Yes, in many you, you can just you can just go to the. Yeah. yeah, right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it's uh, you know, it's not maybe in Korea. Mm. Never, yeah, never, maybe ten years, twenty years. Ah, maybe I... never, never. <laughs> it's uh, you know, in the drug when it comes to drug problem, you know, very district, the lawmakers, yeah, they are all think maybe you know marijuana, you know, is uh, uh drug is very uh dangerous, mm. and then uh, just like the casinos. Ah, casinos. No casinos. going to the casinos. I do. Casinos, yeah. you know. I share the same view that drugs can be dangerous and marijuana can be, we call it the, a gateway drug into doing something else. I mean, I sorry, but, but yeah. I mean, the, the, if if it is permitted in Korea, you know, the yeah. government can't control, can't control the people. What do you mean? Well, what about I mean, what about drinking three I, I, bottles of soda? I mean, you know, in 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 <laughs> in, other, in Western countries yeah. like uh, your countries. Mm. The government maybe can treat, you know, I, I mean, control the marijuana, mm. but the uh, Korean peoples, mm. you know, if they are addicted, they can't control. I, I mean, so I think the maybe the government, uh, lawmakers also think the tr- marijuana is is, uh, is not permitted here. Mm. From talking to friends, I heard there's no addiction uh, to marijuana, and I just I find it very hypocritical <laughs> that it's. Even you spoke earlier to how your biggest problem is alcohol. Yeah, yeah, alcohol is yes. And not only is it permitted, it's like it's ingrained deeply in the culture. When you turn on TV, you can see drink a bottle of soju. Mm-hmm. Every you know you walk around any university area, it's adver- it's always in your face. That's totally okay, but have a little marijuana, watch a movie at home. Yeah, yes. No, it's going to ruin the country. You know? <laughs> but even but even cigarettes. <laughs> no, I mean, no, a country no. that the government used to give cigarettes to the army soldiers. And after they stopped giving it, they used to give them coupons to go to the to the mm. corner store to buy their cigarettes. Yes. Did, did you see the, you know, the case of cigarette these days? Yeah. Yes. There is a very, you know, the picture. uh, pictures, yeah. you know, and we put the pictures, very bad pictures here. And then the tax also is going up. Yeah. Uh, so it's still peanuts though. Well, when is the soju tax gonna go up? Ah, uh, soju tax. Maybe, <laughs> maybe people, you know, they don't like it. <laughs> when they, you know, yeah. But you know, you said the the taxes increased on cigarettes, and that was four or five years ago. The the price doubled. Yes, to right. yes. four thousand five hundred one. <laughs> right, right. 
in Australia, I think it's thirty five dollars. Thirty five dollars yeah. a pack. Ah, thirty five dollars. But even in Canada, it's twenty. Yeah. Some on a, fifteen to twenty ah, bucks in Canada. Yes. For yeah, a pack, yeah, can I borrow awesome. a cigarette? Yes. Give me three bucks. What do you mean? <laughs> That's insane. Imagine just asking someone, "Hey, can you give me three bucks?" So I can just have this safe. Like, that, that's insane. But it's I said in, in Korea, it's easy. You can still steal $4 from mom's purse mm-hmm. to buy cigarettes. Yeah. In Canada, you can't. Mom will notice. If you take 15 or $20, <laughs> mom notices. You can't do that anymore. When we were kids, you can easily go through and find a dollar. That was no problem. Uh, but in Korea, that's still possible. You can collect a dollar here, 50 cents there, a dollar here, and you got enough for sips, for smokes as a young yes, person. Yes. Right, right, right. But, but these days, yeah. I mean, in Canada and these other countries where it's heavily taxed you can't borrow 35 bucks from them <laughs> like that might be for a birthday present not for a pack of cigarettes keeping uh keeping on track with with drinking and whatnot yeah. can you speak about Huishi culture in, Huishi? in police or i mean we've been out for several dinners which i found yeah. very tame we, we have a Huishi culture in, mm. uh, in in police officers when you started policing 20 years ago and now has it changed um, 20 years ago when uh, the head of section, so in the morning, they say, oh, we're getting drunk tonight. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have a Hesik today. And then finished. We have to all follow him. Okay. There's no option. Of- no options, you know. So, okay. So we go together. Yeah. And then we couldn't come back home early, earlier than him, you know. When he <laughs> go to home, we go home. Okay. But these days, now many things are changing. Mm. So the head of section just ask, hey, do you have time yeah, yeah. for a today? Okay, okay. So whenever they have a promise, hey, oh, I have a, a promise today. Mm. Oh, let, let's make it tomorrow. How about tomorrow? How about Wednesday? How about mm. Thursday? Okay, like okay, this? okay. So they have options. Change it, yes. It's the the bonge the bonge is lo- de- decreasing? Oh. Uh, bonge is decreasing. I used to but, hate you know, the bonge. <laughs> um, My schedule is planned for two weeks in advance. Uh, and they say, okay, Hoshik, tonight. You guys don't have friends? You don't have plans? You don't have kids? You don't, don't you guys have a schedule? Like, my schedule is booked for weeks in advance. How do you say tonight, Hesik, and 47 teachers say, okay? <laughs> okay, oh. one thing that I was to, you know, talk about the Hesik, you know, two, 20 years or 10 years ago, when the head of section say, hey, we have a Hesik today, and then he pay all. Oh, okay. He pays all. Yeah, very <laughs> Ilcha, Ilcha, Samcha, it's okay. Because yeah. he's a responsibility. Uh, but these days, Dutch pay. Yeah. Or maybe he pays Ilcha only. Uh, Ilcha only pays. And then, then Ilcha, Samcha, okay. Whoever okay. wants yes. to yeah. I went for one Hueshik with the old police chief of Nambu. Ah, uh, yes. But it changes every year. Yes. I don't I don't remember his name, but it was a few yeah. a few years back. Yeah. And he took. he saw me coming out and he said, hey, what are you doing here? And at that time we had a class and he right. said, you know, yes. let's go for, let's go for dinner. Yeah. Was, I was married with no kids. Okay. Uh-huh. Let's go on a Friday. And we went to a Hongo restaurant uh-huh. Uh-huh. or he, he called for a Hongo <laughs> and it was me sitting on one side of the table. He was in the middle and then like number two, number yes. three, and there's yes. probably five or six officers on yes. the other side. I was sitting here. Head of department. Yes. He ordered the Hongo. Yeah. He folded it into uh-huh. some. Uh-huh. Brian, please. This is a gift for me. Please enjoy this. And, and all of his friend, all of the other police officers are going, is he going to eat this? Is he going to eat this? He put it in my mouth. Have you tried this before? The oh. fer- fermented skate shit. Oh, God. I don't like it. I never eat home. It was. Yes. Oh, I it, didn't like it in the beginning, but now I, I kind of enjoy it. Oh, 
Oh my god! Listen, and <laughs> yeah. it, it's not like a piece of salmon that you can yes. that you can slowly enjoy, like a nice, uh, smooth texture, like a. It doesn't melt in your mouth like a like a nice piece of salmon. It's like chewing a like a nose cartilage or something. I don't know, man. It was. It's so hard, and you got to chew it for yes, so long right, and all that right, disgusting. Yeah. But that's lots of Korean tastes are are acquired, acquired yeah. tastes. I mean, Good lord, I, I never I, liked blue cheese as a kid, but man, now I love blue cheese. And I hate it. I hate it. Like you got to draw the line sauce. somewhere. Fermented skate fish is my line, and he fed it to me, and yeah. all the officers were like, "Oh, he's eating it." I swallowed. He's like, "How was it?" Oh, it was okay. Do you want more? I'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good, so I'm good. related to the Hoji culture, where. Now, I mean, it seems like in the in the old days, even when I was here, if if the boss said let's go for drinks, mm-hmm. like they were worried. If I said no and Brian said yes, then he's going to be your good guy tomorrow, and I'm going to get the shitty job. Yeah. Or you're going to treat me worse than him. So if he uh, says yes and he says yes, then I got to say yes. Yeah. But yeah. but now moving forward, dads are more active in their families. They're helping take care of kids. Yeah, they're uh-huh, they're helping uh-huh. out at home more. They're yes. more involved in kids' lives. Yes. Where do you think this Huaixic culture will go in the future? Do you think it's going to just disintegrate? Or what will it be like? I mean, at home, you know, you get together with a few coworkers for a couple, or a, I don't even know what the driving rules now, I don't know, a beer after work on a Friday or something. But you don't really have those social gatherings as part of your workplace. Mm-hmm. And in Korea, it's so important to build the concrete relationships right, with right, your right. coworkers. I, I really liked it because I thought it did bring your coworker group much closer together. But now that Korea is evolving and the family unit is kind of changing and mm-hmm. the companies are changing mm-hmm. and there's less emphasis on drinking and smoking and, yes. you know, men's called more women are in the workforce. Where do you see Huishik going in the future? Uh, we are changing too, like mm-hmm. a company. Okay. We, we all like, uh, you know, social gathering. We want to, uh, to have uh, good relationships together. But uh, these days, we understand when we are married, when they have a kids, I they, have to go home. They have to go home. Okay. Yeah, we understand. Yeah. Yes. So, do you think that in the few ten years from now, do you think Hoysik culture will be almost gone? Uh I think almost gone. Like it'll be, it'll be related to the boss, single guys. Yes, yes, yes. And and someone who has stress and wants to have a couple of drinks. <laughs> we, no, no, no. It, it'll it'll go in ten years. It'll swing. Totally no Hoysik culture, mm-hmm. and then in twenty years it'll swing all or, the way back. Or the women, the women will be leading the Hoysik culture. Uh, Everybody come for manicures, pedicures, <laughs> and lattes. <laughs> this day, young officers say, "Whenever we have a Hoysik, let's go to play bowling." Oh, yeah, not a bad. They suggest. Uh, but hold on, this this has been one change away from the let's go to the the bar, the restaurant, and drink our faces off to. Okay, our company said they know this isn't good for our health and we can be more productive if we didn't drink so much. So we started a tennis club. Mm-hmm. This is a company that I used to work for. So they started tennis on Sunday afternoons. Um. But after tennis, they drink 62 <laughs> bottles of, of makgeolli. It just changed from soju at night to makgeolli in the afternoon. Yeah, it's just that we have a club, you know? <laughs> a drinking club with a little bit of tennis. Um. <laughs> so you know, uh, we we have a clubs in station in Mapur station, well, you, I like know a you baseball guys... club, tennis club, something. They can join there. Anyway, the the Hoysik culture is uh, you know almost changing. Yeah. You know, so compared to you know ten years ago. Yeah. But there are some officers who like uh, who enjoy you know drinking and talking to uh, seniors. But some of officers they uh, don't like it. 
to have a uh, you know uh, more time after finishing the you know, work. Yeah. Uh, so they they when whenever we have a hershey, they join at first. And then they you can stay, just eating, stay. And so whenever we, hey, how about the work? You know, just to tell, I, I have no idea. Just, uh, I just will just to work hard. Then the, <laughs> the, the other officer says, um, okay, next time, you know, stay if, you, if, yeah, <laughs> uh, if you are busy, you don't have to come to Heshi. Ah, that's good, yeah. Yes. But I think, I think also in the past that the alcohol made the concrete relationships because your seniors aren't so approachable. Um, the hierarchy of the companies make it so that the juniors feel so submissive to the to the seniors that yeah. you can't approach them, you can't talk. But as soon as you have a couple glasses of soju, now we can talk. Now yes, we can be yes. a little more friendly. Right, right, right. It's much more it's a, of a team. Yes. Yeah. At the company, it's kind of top-down military style. Mm -hmm. When we go to the restaurant, it's kind of like, okay, we're on the same team now. But the next day as well, you guys have to endure that very difficult hangover or whatnot. And you're doing it together <laughs> as a team. You're know? like, oh, I feel like shit today. Me too. You know? We went, whenever, you know, we're drunken, we can know inside of the heart sometimes yeah. you know when they drunken they say you know uh, you know heart to heart yeah yes, say heart right, to heart right, speaking. right right yes yeah i like it uh you mentioned uh you mentioned baseball i know you were a, a high school superstar ah superstar you were a high school superstar <laughs> was when you were in high school was turning pro ever no, a, no, a no, dream no. of yours no no so you know i just it's uh, always been a hobby this is a hobby it was my hobby you know yeah. i in, in uh when i was in um elementary school yeah I wanted to be a baseball player, mm. but my mother, you know, just hit me. You have to, you are the only son in my family, and then you have to study, yeah. and then you have to go to university. Yeah. So I, you know... Mom, if I got to swing like you, maybe I could make it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is my... I'm going you know, to put you on the spot. Mm. The best foreign baseball player that you've played with. Ah, yeah. Best uh, foreign player Pitcher. that you played with. Ah, uh, we we yeah <laughs> we free Willy Willy Will Cook Will Cook yes oh, Cook. I'm sorry really Cook is the best player. Oh, oh I played, Billy yes. Cook yeah <laughs> he played baseball in his uh, high school and yeah. he's uh, he he was a uh, perfect closer in my team. <laughs> but there was a rule, wasn't there? He was too good to play the whole game because yeah everybody strike out. Um, so they just made him only two innings or one inning maximum. Yeah, but you know, yes, because you know there was a rule. <laughs> but anyway, so he was a really you know good you know pitcher, mm. good pitcher. True story. He's never struck an out on the field and in the bar, and he always closes for the team and before he goes home. The uh, it helps being six foot six or whatever he is. I mean, yeah. you don't see that many tall, tall, lanky guys in in Korea playing baseball. Yeah. Believe it or not, Willie's getting married, isn't he? Yes, uh, he, is. he got married. Getting married. Getting married. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I, I I hope he come back here again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, who is your who is your baseball hero growing up? Uh, in Korea? Yeah, Korean. Yeah. Korean. Uh, my hero is uh, Son Asop. Mm. Asop Son mm. and Lotte Giants team. I'm I'm a big fan of Lotte Giants is he the back team. I know he's a uh, uh, outfielder, yeah. and he is a uh, junior in my high school, mm. Busan uh, High School. Yeah. And, uh, but that's he's current. He's a current. Yeah, he's yeah. current. When you were young, who was your? Young who, who is, is your... uh, Yi Mansu. Okay, okay. In Samsung. Okay. Yes, and I I now I contact with him. Dong Wan Che. Oh, he comes for the. Dong Wan Che. 
he's dead, yes. but he's a you know, uh, here in Lotte Giants, mm. he leads the team to win. Oh, nice. Yeah, in Korean Korean uh, league. I like it. I like it. And uh, so many you know players, but you know, I like Dong Won Che. Yes. What What was your inspiration to start? The Swings Multicultural Youth Baseball Team. I met this uh, Swings team with the Welfare Center, Nangu Welfare Center, Nangu Welfare Center support, and uh, Samsung Chemical Company. Now is a Lotte Chemical Company mm. support, and uh, I just uh, wanted to uh, have a good relationship with the children in the multicultural family. There was some uh, bullying in school. In other, you know, community Let me teach groups. you how to swing a bat, Jimmy. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. yes. And then uh, I just uh, uh, want to help them yeah. uh, to feel their emotions. And then uh, wants to, and also wants to, wants to make them to play one of sports. So I like uh, baseball. And then uh, I am a head coach of my police station team. And I can teach how to play you know baseball teaching baseball is really difficult you know so whenever i understand the mechanism of the pitching and you know beating uh, i can teach it but i know not 100 percent but i know so enough to teach yeah you know you know more teach. than the kids and uh, i just uh, started teaching 2014 and uh, was it that long? Yeah, six now is uh, almost uh, six years. Every Sunday, every yeah, Sunday, every Sunday uh, except for you know summer season, you know, and then the winter season, holidays yeah. seasons. And uh, I just uh, gather twenty uh, at first, and I gather thirty, almost uh, twenty five children, and I I teach them. So I just uh, I was very happy because you know I I work for foreign. Peoples, but I meet uh, laborers, teachers, many kinds of you know adults. But there was no chance to talk to children, mm. so I, I just, I just uh, have a chance to talk to them. Yeah. You know? And then I just uh, can have the opportunity to to make them happy during feel no, feel included. Yes, Absolutely. and then uh, yeah, and then they have the. It takes a long time, but they can play sports. There was one Chinese, you know, family student. He joined the swings, second grade yeah. of elementary school. Now it's a fifth grade. I I taught him how to pitch. He just pitched the ball to the ground. When he pitched ten times, yeah. he pitched the ball to the ground maybe seven, eight times. Yeah. <laughs> it takes two years. Now he is the you know best pitcher in my team. Very nice. He pitches very well. Watch out, Billy Cook. And that's yeah. that's very self-rewarding to see the progress yes, of the kids. Progress, yes, and, and just uh, I just uh, you know I have to talk to them many times. Mm. Hey, hey, pitch like this. Then I just uh, watching his pitching, and then when we have a you know break time, I go to him, and then I have to talk to him. So when I, so I I just ask him, what did you what did you do yesterday? What uh, what how do you feel today? Why do you pitch like this? Why do you, you know, <laughs> stop throwing the ground? <laughs> sometimes, you know, they say, "Hey, I, what did you do yesterday?" So he said, "I, I went to school. So what did you do with your, you do friends? You know, ah, one of my friends just hit me something. They say like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Sometimes, so one of guys, uh, it's a hurt here, 
hey, you have a bruise here. What happened here? So he said, so um, just, uh, you know, uh, fall down. Hey, just uh, say, what, what, you, yeah. why yeah. do you have this? He said, you know, one of my friends just, you know, kicked me here. Mm -hmm. So so it's a, it's a place that they, they, have, they can feel... Mm -hmm. There's trust, and and they can yeah. let out let out their real stories and and yeah. trust in you guys as leaders. So is a connection. I mean, uh, multicultural kids might feel disenfranchised or, or separated from regular for not being a a, a full Korean mm -hmm. or whatnot. But I mean, having older role models in the community when they have that feeling when they're young, they grow up and they're going to be they'll be uh, mm -hmm. better citizens. It's better than nothing to have the multicultural team, but ideally, what what we would like for our kids is to just have the regular teams, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, for yeah. our kids to play on on regular teams mm -hmm. and not just the multicultural team. Or yeah, yeah. Why can't we just play? On, how do you how do you see that? Like, it's awesome that you provide the outlet for them and that they have the multicultural team, but that's not the end goal. I mean, we want our kids to play. I would love for her to play on the multicultural team, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I would love for her more to feel included in Korean society where they can yeah. play on just any team because they're Korean mm -hmm. and they, they would be treated as Korean. Yes. So for the kids, is it a mental thing where, you know, they, they feel good and they feel included that they have their own team to play for and it's special because they have a special team, but they must also feel excluded that they can't play on the regular team. Why can't they play on no? the regular team? Uh -huh. so, well, you know, it doesn't have to be A or B. They can do both. We, we, we have, uh, you know, 20%, you know, Korean family players, we mm -hmm. can we can invite, but uh, I just uh, invited you know maybe two or three Korean family childrens to my teams, mm. but everything is different you know they learn fast they grow fast they mm. learn fast they just uh, when the break times they can they can't get together so I think now we also can invite you know the with ten percent uh, from you know Korean families. Mm. But uh, many, you know, multicultural family childrens are waiting for join. So they feel, you know, I, I just think, you know, uh, the multicultural family childrens they feel the more comfort. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's not that they can't join the other teams. I don't. I mean, for one, there's no little league yeah. baseball here. Yeah. There's a couple school teams. So if you don't go to the right school, you can't join. But yeah. I think for the most part, it's the atmosphere around the team. The parents. If he speaks English, he speaks. Mm. different languages he can adjust and adapt with the parents but if you're the only parent there and, you, and you're a Vietnamese mom amongst you know a whole bunch of Korean Gucci toting moms I mean it, it mm. must feel very uncomfortable I mean I, I would much prefer to be in the multicultural team 100% like there have to be Korean moms who are interested in their kids mingling with multicultural yeah for free English too, right <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I, where do you? How do you? How do you pick and choose who those are? I, I guess we can keep going on the kind of community leader stuff. You're you're pretty big into the self defense yes, for women yes, and, and yes, protecting women yes. through through the app now. Yeah, and the self defense stuff. What other types of initiatives, program stuff would you be interested in in starting? I think you know, so uh, crime pre prevention, you know, activity uh, is very important. That's another one. The self-defense class, you know, so I just uh, uh, opened the self-defense class with the uh, female foreigners here. So you know, right? Yeah. And then I want to hold uh, these self-defense classes more, more than more, more. So I just made a M MOU with a multicultural center. Multicultural center 
uh, will support uh, us. You know, COVID, you know, 19 spoiled everything. You know, <laughs> yeah, the whole year. Yes. <laughs> and uh, next year, uh, and I, I, I'm scheduled uh, to open more, you know, self, you know, de defense classes. How, how often do you plan on running those? Is uh, it just every month? Once a month? Yeah, once a month. And then I have a good relation with Jim, Jim Kochi. King, King Kong? King, King Kong. King Kong, yeah. yeah. King Kong. And that's, that's an MMA gym, correct? Yeah, no, 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 no. MMA, MMA, MMA gym, right? Who's the, who's the leader of the gym? Leader of the gym is, uh, there is a branch near my station, you know? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then uh, it's uh, more easier, you know, mm. us to go there. To go there, yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I forget his name, yeah, but, yeah. you know, anyway. So King Kong gym yeah. and the multicultural center and uh, police police officers and uh, you know a little of communities can join together uh, to to do the self defense mm. crisis yeah. uh, yes i want to hold this uh, this this more uh, i will do the more crime prevention activities mm. just uh, though i have a i have an idea like a protected haven maybe next year maybe you you're gonna watch. see yes yeah. so just some just some general ones then yeah is there do you foresee a change in policing with with more western youth growing up the, the kids these days are much different than even 10 15 years ago they're mm. getting they're getting brought up with very different mm. academic standards uh societal standards hobbies do you think there'll be a change in policing with this kind of new Kids coming up, new new kids. I, I think maybe more confrontational, more independent, not so submissive to authority. With the new new generation of kids, who less don't, less respect. Yes, new, new generation. Who, who you, don't you mean conform to the the traditional Korean norms, Confucian hierarchy? What would he say? When you're the friendly guy right. trying to talk to the drunk guy to calm down, and he says, "Hey, right, he, right, he, right. Whoa, 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 whoa! I'm the police. You, you uh -huh. can't. Hey, uh -huh. you hey. can't do that. Like." It, do you, do you see that there will be a, a big change in this in, in the uh, near future? Um, These guys now have tattoos everywhere. I'm not saying tattoos are bad, but this is a culture that had almost no visible tattoos for my first 16 years here. Yeah, I think and the last three years, we, I'm everywhere. That's what Posuni and Podoro are The officers are over no fifties. I think the young, 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 young kids these days are very serious, you know. They do their tattoos here, they smoke outside, you know. They're they scary to rude. me compared to the old Korean kids. They were so gentle and easy. When uh, Whenever they drive and they... But even faster cars now. Yes. Souping uh, up their cars, dangerous driving. But uh, so the older police officers sometimes, you know, can't understand you know, what they are doing outside. Yeah. You know? And uh, whenever we go to them, uh, you know, with a one or two call, they are very rude. So, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, when we... You know, drive petrol car when you look at the, the high school students who smoke backside of the building. Hey, we call, hey, come here. They learn, learn. Now and they come well, when we catch them, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Just yeah, yeah. They, they say, hey, why, why, what are you doing here? So I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But these days, hey, why? I smoke. Why? What is the number of your mother? My no, I have no my mother. <laughs> Smart. But uh, but anyway, so uh, young police officers, I I hope they can deal with them. Okay, mm. it's really difficult in yeah, these yeah. days. Yes. It, it, it's I mean in a in a country where 
the the generations don't exactly blend. In in America, Ken, I think we blend a lot more from generation to generation. But in Korea, yeah. it's a lot more cut and dry between grandma, grandpa, mom and dad. Yeah, my, yeah. It's, it's like zero yeah. technology and no money yeah. to money with a little bit of technology to yeah. all technology yes, and yes. no responsibility. Yeah, yeah. It's very, very different, the generational gaps. Yeah, yeah. it's a two... Gap is too too much these days, and, so. and the, the elders have so much respect and tradition, and the <laughs> the youth are getting pretty so you know ballsy. Yeah, usually so we in the petrol car there is a senior and junior, you know. So when uh, these days the when we go to the you know high school, middle school uh, students, the seniors just uh, say hey. You go there to meet them, to talk to them at first. Mm. But I think even coming up in Samsung during some of these drunken arguments and stuff, right, right, if it's right. two Ajashis, you know what to expect. You know they're just talking and it's just kind of a war of words and they're both going to go home. Mm-hmm. But man, when I go to Samsung on once or six months now and see guys with full head tattoos, and I'm like, oh my God, like this, this is even a, I, I'm a little taken aback and holy shit, man. This really changed really quick. When did this happen? Yeah. I thought in Korea, like, if you had any showing tattoos, you could never get a job. You'd uh-huh, never. Uh-huh. But right, right. now, in a department store, everybody has tattoos. Yeah. Everywhere you go. You, you know, get, can you get a job as a police officer with uh, visible um, tattoos? Probably uh, not. Maybe next year. Maybe the law, <laughs> the law will be changing. No so, way. Yeah, so, when they have a tattoo, maybe inside. Mm. So when we have a uniform... So, as long as it's covered, yeah. Yeah, it's a, as long as it's covered, yeah. the tattoos uh, can be police officers. Huh. Is yes. that only police or is that all gong ones? Because uh, they're police, police. Only police. Not gong I'm not sure. But, uh, yeah, police. I just. Uh, I would love to go to City Hall and see a worker with a big dragon coming out of his neck. <laughs> go, wow, that's awesome. You know, all the people think uh, <laughs> when, when the you know people uh, with a tattoo. Uh, we think them are gang or you know some especially bad, dragon you know, tattoos. Yeah, yeah, right. bad but now, guys. Yes, <laughs> now lots yes. of ajamas, yeah. little cutie ones here and on their ankle and on their fingers and hands. Now it's so common. That's that's one thing I, I find crazy, man. All of my tattoos are pretty much hidden, but I'll see young Korean girls with little writing on their arms or on the back uh-huh. of their hand. Uh-huh. I think that that's crazier than anything, man. You know, trying to get a job. Do young Korean guys think the they they can't you know go to the military service when they have a tattoo on the body? <laughs> That's a good but the uh, law is changing this year. Even if you have a tattoo, they, you even have if to go? yeah, they they can go to the tattoo. Ah, uh, they do oh. military service. Guy got his tattoo last year. <laughs> My last year, I don't have to go. <laughs> law change, get in there, buddy. <laughs> anyway, so we have a uh, much you know gaps. Um, yeah, young people is uh, you know changing, changing the old people very quickly. quickly, changing quickly, quickly. Then I expected, and they so, and they are know? the future, right? I mean, the old people have to change with them, otherwise, yeah, they're gonna get run out of town. It's not easy to understand their culture, you know. So yeah. that that's with the young guys. What about I mean, for the hierarchical society? What about in policing? Usually, policing, it's, hey, I'm yes. older than you. Yes, yes. But when you're a police and someone's breaking the law and you stop them, if you if you pull over, um, I don't mean you, but if someone you know pulls over a 65, an 85-year-old grandpa yeah, and you yeah. try to give them a ticket, do they ever pull the, hey, hey, I fought in the war for your freedom. Hey, I'm older than you. Mm-hmm. I just heard you don't give You don't give me a ticket. I, uh, I think, you know, so, you know, whenever we go 
get up one or two calls. So or sometimes we just give a warning, okay? Just give a not not fine ticket. To old people. Yeah, to older people, you know, it depends on, you know. But uh, when when you break the law, like, uh, you know, so when you drive the, the in red light, mm. so we catch. And then uh, sometimes, you know, you are very polite to police officers. Sometimes we can give just a warning ticket, mm. not, you know, okay, no fine, fine ticket, yeah, no? Yeah. Just one, hey, just uh, be careful. No, yeah, yeah. don't try. But in these days, the young guys, the, they just uh, reply <laughs> very rude. You know why? Why? Just uh, you know, uh, we just give a fine tickets. Mm. You know? So, I think you know, if we try to understand each other more, you know, if I, you know, be friendly more, even the gap is very much. You know, yeah. you know, it's uh, easier to solve the problems. But, but the problem is this. This lack of respect, yeah, and not even for authority, just lack respect of respect. Respect each other, you know. That when yeah. they come with this attitude, yeah. you can be the friendly police officer, but the, the, you can't sit there getting verbally abused yeah, the, by the, a young kid. The parents and the students should teach them yes, how it's to parenting. be, yeah, it's how, parenting. How, yeah, how to 100%. polite to the people. Devote our generation to yeah. what? It's crazy at home. There's zero. But these days, the parents are very busy. They just uh, yeah. let the, you know send them to the institute. How on? Kids at home have zero they... respect. Come on, that's the biggest problem. That's the biggest thing you notice here is and, and look at Corona. Mm -hmm. but here, doesn't, doesn't every generation look at the new generation and go, ah, oh, their music sucks. They got no respect. They don't. No, but hold, but hold, but hold on. I mean, there, there's other places where these generations have the respect and it's ingrained in their societies. But mm. here, it's the parent, like he says, the moms don't want to take care of the kids anymore. They're tired of that role. They've all been educated. All the moms have gone to university. They're stuck at home without a job. They had their one or two kids, did their job, whatever they're supposed to do. And now they, they feel kind of empty. They don't want a responsibility to hold on to the kid while dad is face shaking or whatever. This lets them, you know, grow up faster than they used to and with less rules and less respect. I, I just meant in terms of the older guys. Uh -huh. If if yes. I'm if I'm a 25-year-old officer mm -hmm. and I pull over or I confront a 55-year-old company manager, yes. does he say, hey, 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 hey. Uh -huh. I don't care you're the police. Mm -hmm. Okay, I won't mm -hmm. do it again. Get out of here. Does that stuff happen or no? Maybe not so much these days. Do Ajashis play the Ajashi card for a younger junior officer? The younger police officers, uh, you know, they also, they know how to deal with, uh, you know, people. Even it's uh, older people. Older yeah, and the young people. Mm -hmm. Or same at first. But uh, we just, uh, you know, we are, you know, human beings, okay? So when we talked, we start talking to people. We just uh, you know waiting for the you know response at mm. first. Yeah, yeah. It depends on anyway situ situation. Would you recommend the job of police officer to youth growing up today? There's a lot of focus on the high-paying jobs, on the high uh, academic-related jobs. Por por police would officers is not high-paying job. No, no. But that's what I mean. would you? You seem to have a good, fun, interesting career. Um, would you recommend the police to Koreans youth today or no? Ah, uh, recommend the police officers? As a job. Would you, would you say obtaining uh, it's a, a job? It's a, it's a job. Their yeah, job. Yeah. Police officers. Everybody's job. go to university, go to university, get A+. Plus, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. But you could graduate high school. Yes. Take yes. the test. Yes. And be a police officer at yeah, 20. Yes, yes. I, ho I hope many people, you know, uh, <laughs> to be a police officer's job. So... Uh, but uh, uh, just uh, they have a remind and then they, they have to keep their mind uh, before become a police officers. They have to uh, keep their mind always polite to people and uh, ready to give good service.
to the people. Mm. And clean yes. image. Yes, clean images, and then uh, no crazy Instagram pictures. <laughs> get, that's a, that's another crazy one, man. How are kids going to get jobs with? Uh, oh, you know what though? I think the new trend on Instagram is to only have three or four pictures, and then you delete them, and then put up a new one. But they're always oh, whatever. Someone someone took yeah, someone took a picture of your picture on Instagram. It, it, it's going to be hard in the future to have clean clean squeaky images or squeaky clean images of uh, of people moving forward. Oh. But, you know, there are some people who can't control their their temper, their emotions. While but, driving? But, but they want to, <laughs> when they want to be a police officer, I say no. Uh, they have to they have to control their their self their self control, self, yeah, self -control <laughs> first. I think the, yeah. what's the average age of someone who gets hired? Because I mean, personally, I would say not until uh, maybe after maybe twenty six or so. That's when I really started to learn. Okay, don't flip out, and you know, yeah. and you just yeah. Before before that, just a loose cannon, and there's no yeah. Uh, what's the average age of hiring in Korea? Yeah, Average police. age is um, maybe these days after uh, it's a uh, the age is uh, twenty thirty. Between twenty. Yeah, 20. between you know twenty to thirty. So at the earliest, what 22, 23? 21. Really? Yes. Twenty one. I was it. Twenty one. After gra graduate from uh, high school, some of people go to the institute and study. When I interviewed for a police officer in Canada. I was 21, and they told me, oh, you're too young, you're too young. And I remember the questions they asked and how I answered them. Yeah. And I think about how I would answer them now. Yes. Oh, Christ, I'm so happy they did not give me a job. I was mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. mentally unfit to, <laughs> to be a police officer. Like you're yeah. saying, looking, looking back, I think anybody yes. anybody yeah. under 25 is probably not mature enough or enough life experience yes. Yes. to understand it, those situations. It's a very Important, you know, so mm -hmm. they, um, I also, I think the police officer should uh, have the life uh, experience. And because we, whenever we do crackdown on the crime, sometimes we give warning and we need to, sometimes we talk to people. Yeah, so the experience is very important. So, yes. Yes. I, and when they told me that exact same thing. Yeah. Hey, you're 21. You need some life experience, which is why I came here. Mm -hmm. And I didn't, I couldn't even understand what that meant. Life experience. Like, what, what do I have to do? I have to, you know, how do I check the life experience box? But it is, it, it's just experiencing. Go out and live. Yes. How do they advertise the police hiring? Because I recently saw a video where some states in the US, mm. they advertise police hiring as like the model will have a gun he will take he will lock his gun and he will have some tools with him so children or people looking to enter the police force think of that image and uh -huh. they want to become that but uh -huh. some other people other states advertise it as helping the community or like somewhere a guy shaking someone's hand yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and kissing so a baby interested in that apply mm -hmm. to the police and these are very different things right so yeah. how it how do the hiring advertise? How we is the hiring advertise? We yeah. just, uh, you know, the, we advertise our police officers uh, on the, normally we just uh, you use the internet, you know, internet side, well, and uh, with the keys, and then just, uh, you know, we just query the Podori Posuni. Yeah. We and, might be able to show you. Yeah. We have one or two. We work with the police through, we hope, a lot. Mm -hmm. And they always show their promotional videos at the beginning of it. Yeah, oh, promotional videos. And, and, and it's and like yes. community citizens of the year. The police officers are like the the nicest, most oh helpful people around. Dude, um, I, 
I think about signing up for the police after watching that. <laughs> is the videos getting, are very... Listen, you get inspired. You're like, yeah, I want to fight crime. I want to shake people's hands. <laughs> and then at the end, you, there's a tear in your eye like, oh, they're yeah. doing so much for us. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. It's, it's, it's a Korean drama. They're, they're, yeah. They're, they're very good promotional videos. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, full, yeah. full sound effects. It's a full promotion. It's a yeah. full uh, theatrical promotion. So that's awesome. Just in closing here. The last one. Do you yes. have any words of advice or anything you want to say to the foreign community who might stumble acro- across this? If I see your tattoos, you're getting a fine, sir. I just, uh, you know, wants to... Uh, I bugged all of your phones. That, uh, um, <laughs> community members who live in Ulsan, just, uh, you know, knew the law, you know. So you, your countries all have the laws. Yeah, but sometimes They'd different. Have to, yeah, sometimes different. I'm just uh, trying to let the foreigners know what is the Korean law and uh, how to how to live here without any you know crime uh, happening whenever you need police officers mm-hmm. and uh, you need some help uh, just uh, feel free to contact me I will do my best uh, to help you guys and then uh, uh, we'll go to meet you whenever you need and I, think, I think that's a huge resource and on behalf of the foreign community I'd like to say thank you very much because uh, I don't think most other cities have a person <clears throat> like you available to them at their resource yeah. um, to be able to to use and to contact freely mm-hmm. at any time of the day or night so thank you very much for, for all you do and how you put yourself out there to be accessed by the foreign community I think uh, we probably have you didn't you get policeman of the year, yeah. foreign affairs policeman of the year two years ago? Uh yes, uh, two years. What, what was your award? Two years ago, yes, right. Officer of the year yes. in Korea, <laughs> in Ulsan. In Ulsan. But anyways, I, you're you're a huge resource that we have, and maybe some people don't use it enough. But to know that you're always out there and available is a yeah. is a very comforting feeling. Uh-huh. Thank you, thank you for yeah, inviting me today. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, we look uh, forward to working together next year. Ah, uh, we'll yeah, have a couple I, of I, I, hope so. I hope so. Yes, I hope so. So, I, and I, you know, even uh, I moved to my station, so I try to work for you're, the foreigners. You're not at Nambu? Uh maybe uh, I can move to another, you know, police station. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but come to the little container box in Mugo. <laughs> 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 Those are. Uh... But I will. Uh, stay in foreign office section. Sure. Good. Awesome. Well, listen, thanks for uh, thanks for all you do. Thanks for the advice. Yes. Uh, the collaborative project with you, yes. Ben, Kyungsook Choi, Jamie. Yes. Yeah. Guys, thank you. Uh, thank you for that. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a great community resource. That's uh, that's it for today, guys. Thanks for listening. Goodbye, everybody. Ciao. Okay.